and we're back. Hello. Hey. Hey. Hello. How's everybody doing? Oh, you yeah, know. Still alive. Still alive. Uh, I haven't changed in a week. I've been wearing the same clothes. <laughs> Sitting Who needs the house to change or right? shower or no anything anymore? Yeah, no one cares. We had this whole conversation beforehand on uh, uh, beards and hair growth and things. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, no, nobody cares mm-hmm. anymore. Trimming your wife's hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was asked to uh, cut my wife's hair. I mean, it was a, a decent amount of hair um, that I took off, and uh, she'd been asking for weeks now, and I'd been refusing. And the stress, uh, unlike anything I've felt for a long time, <laughs> it's watching all this hair come off, and then realizing oh, it's about uh, two inches shorter on this side than on that side. I oh. guess I'll have to. <laughs> try to make a match and then, whoops now that side's shorter now oh i have to gosh. make this side match and that's how new trend hair trends start though Jerry. yeah yeah um so if she looks a little bit lopsided uh you'll know why that like is tilt yeah. her head, <laughs> <Tilt> her head. <laughs> but think of all the money she saved uh yeah she did save uh quite a bit of money um and i noticed that she immediately put a barrette in one side probably the side that was longer <laughs> no really it looks great i love it <laughs> she had no. nothing but nice things to say about it which Who is made just, up that whole she loves you very much anyway Jerry. yeah <laughs> what was that, Craig? So, who who made up the rule it had to be even anyway? I mean, it's just <laughs> hey, a good point. Yeah. Salon, come on, uh, it's yeah. kind of arbitrary, isn't it? When you think about Vidal it, Dal Sassoon, his goons. I'll show you pictures of me at sixteen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, those are the best. Uh, yeah, there've been a lot of those going around the internets lately. A lot of senior portraits people have been sharing, which uh, I've been told we're not supposed to. For uh, yeah, uh, apparently some security, security things. Reasons. Yeah, so I didn't share mine, but that's mostly because I'm just too embarrassed to do that, inflict that kind of psychic damage on the world. Yeah, um, you do enough damage every week, Jerry. <laughs> I don't know. I look pretty good. Uh, <laughs> me and my suit, I look like with uh, with my hair combed back. I look like a uh, the president of Young Republicans. <laughs> That's not too bad. It's uh, your clean cut, you know. That's, yeah, that one's that's the one for my mom, you know. I had the uh the person who was very uh overzealous uh with my senior portraits telling me to get in these poses like lay in my stomach and put my <laughs> Oh my, on my god. Hands. And I just finally got to the point where like I'm like, baby picture? Yeah, I'm like, no, <laughs> no. I'm like, these are my senior portraits. <laughs> so Show me yeah, tiger. Show me tiger. Like, I think you have the wrong idea here. So, wait, so uh, you're saying that photo doesn't exist? <laughs> it does I think not it does. exist. <laughs> I uh, would pay good money to see that photo. <laughs> yeah, no uh, the negative is sitting there with the UFO files and the uh, somewhere out there. Somewhere. Yeah, it probably does exist somewhere. The Ark of the Covenant. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's going to stay locked up for a long time. Um, well, let's get to D&D, though. Yeah. D&D, that's still a thing. Uh, and we're still doing it. And I should probably say, this is what, episode nine now? Nine. nine. Oh, yeah. We're cruising right along, even uh, being separated. Uh, we're still recording, still managing to get online and play a game. And thank you to all of our sponsors, our Patreon sponsors, and all of our listeners who continue to tune in and listen to this adventure and share some time with us. We're happy to be a part of your week 
and we hope that you are all doing well with uh, the world and all the craziness. And we hope that it settles down for you and, um, you know, stay healthy and safe. All that fun stuff. All that. All that. So we are here. And Alar, do you want to give us a little recap of what happened last time? Yup. The group, quickly proving indispensable to Wolfknut, were set on yet another mission. This time to find Torvik and Harder, sent to scout a lighthouse. On the way through the market, they made time to help some tower builders and reassure an anxious daughter. As they crept closer to the lighthouse, a sinister presence lurked in the glowing fog. Stay tuned for Dungeon Patrol. <laughs> Nicely done. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's pretty much exactly what happened in uh, Alar's uh, view of the world. And yeah, it's uh, funny that every other week I'm like really tight, and you know, every other week <laughs> I have trouble remembering. Uh, yeah, it's curious. It is curious. curious. Uh, <laughs> every other one is really pretty, right? Yeah. Uh, so. Well, I think we know why that happens. Um, you're just getting old, right? What? <laughs> uh, no. Uh, there's a good reason for that. Um, that's why I'm still wearing the same clothes and everyone else is too. Because we're recording two episodes at a time, which we usually do, right? We've said that before. We're not giving too much away here. but um, Yeah. But that was a pretty on-point recap. Uh, the only thing I would say is I didn't really say that it was a sinister. You just sinister thing. I'm trying to dramatize <laughs> here, dramatizing Jerry. a little bit. So I'm trying just, to give you a little zazz with your story. Yeah, it needs it a lot of zazz. Uh, so thank you for that. And you guys are now um, actually. I'm going to put it up on your map. Uh -oh. Uh, oh, because you are now. Uh, approaching the lighthouse as uh, Alar talked about in his recap. Ooh, and now that's you a fun map. Mm. So, you can hear the waves crashing against the cliffs on the coast. It's all foggy um, and night is settling in and uh, you guys are in the upper right corner of that map. You haven't found yourself already? Nope. nope, we see it. Oh, there it is. Ah. Okay. Hopefully you can all move your tokens. Yep. Sweet. Although we did take a short rest, so we should be all healed. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, I'll bump uh, Triss back up here. And. I'd Everyone. like to point out I took no hit point damage in the last combat. Amazing. <laughs> How do you do it? What a testament to your skill. Uh, yeah, he's, he's pretty good. I guess we pretty found good. our tank, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> Send Alar in first. Um, Always. I, I would be proud to. Alar's <laughs> okay. got more hit points than me, so we're... Oh, uh, that's a this, good point. This is turnaround. Yeah, this is quite a bit of a change for you. Um, so, you guys are along the coast, and um, that's where you're at. 
So did not a sinister feeling, did we but hear something you said. Uh, all you can oh, hear really right now are the are the waves, but you you just have like this feeling like you're being you know watched or followed or something. Okay, so I am going to uh, shift into a large into a, into a dire wolf. <laughs> I can't swim yet. Soon, uh, into a dire wolf. Okay, and I will wow. pick up a scent because I have. I can smell very well now. Nice. Well, that's unfortunate. That means but... you get a whole new level of Kragar. <laughs> <laughs> so are you, are you, do you become a large creature? I'm a, a dire wolf. Yeah. I mean, I can, a large beast. Yeah. Cool. Wow. Nice. There's some things I can do. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah I took the circle moon so I can get quicker. I can go up to CRs faster now. Um, so Yeah. And I've got more hit points too. <laughs> so why don't you roll? Uh, what would that be? Um, I have advantage on on perception checks that rely on hearing or smell. Okay, roll your perception then. Okay. Are you guys, uh, you know, assuming you're being followed or something? Are you trying to lay a trap or? I mean, I haven't picked up anything, so I guess I'm just going to kind of crouch with my so weapons. And... I got a twenty-one okay. on perception. Twenty-one. Okay. <laughs> So here's what you notice with your improved direwolf sniffer. Um, you smell a few strange scents, um, something unlike you've ever smelled before. Uh, um, you know, some kind of creatures uh, pass this way, um, you know, a small band of them. Um, and also, you do smell a couple of humans. They have uh, kind of that same piratey sort of smell. Uh, lots of, you know, salty oceanness and uh, you know leather and uh, steel and that sort of thing. So, do I smell death? Uh, no, no, no corpses, no death or yeah. rotting things. Um, but that's all kind of ahead of you on the path. Okay. Yeah, kind of, is there something else around? Am I kind of circling around, smelling as if a wolf would? What do you smell, Brokos? Um, I'm going to roll here quickly. Um, I'm going to say at, as your circle uh, widens and you sort of backtrack along the pathways, you do pick up a new scent and it uh, also a uh, humanoid pirate scent also kind of uh, I don't know woodsy not woodsy but uh, you know like the smell of wood all right uh, I'm going to kind of uh, turn towards that put my nose in the air and kind of get my heckles up and growl a little bit. So that's my response to Kragar's question. I will spin, swirling my <laughs> cloak around me and holding out my rapier. Very what fancy. is it you smell, Brokos? Oh, that's right. You can't talk. <laughs> I'll you just scratch the back of my ear. Yeah. You did a good job of remaining silent there. I, I applaud you for that. 
Let's move. We need to get out of the Role open. Role play. <laughs> okay, Krager wants to move. Okay. Um, I will continue I'm going to follow that scent if I can pick it up on the ground. Is it going backwards? Uh, yes, it is going backwards now. Okay. Uh, I want to sneak towards the lighthouse. That's what I'm suggesting. <clears throat> well, I will spin about 180 degrees again. <laughs> <laughs> Swirling. And, uh, stalk forward theatrically with Kragar. So is this fog? Or are we able to see through this fog? Or uh, It's pretty dense. Uh, it mm. kind of comes and goes and swirls around you. So at some points uh, you can see, others you can't. And especially when the light, like I tried to describe last time, when the light passes through, it just like lights up and you can't see anything. So I'm going to, I'm just going to start quickly stealthing towards the lighthouse. All right. So you're going to the lighthouse. That would be kind of south on the map. If it's okay, Craigard, if I could follow you. I mean, I'm pretty stealthy in my mode too. Well, I, All right. I didn't say people should stay behind. Oh. I was just like, we need to I just want out. to make Get sure out. you're not all two by yourself, you know. Okay, so two of you are stealthing ahead. Could you roll? Oh, I'm following two. Okay, stealth for anyone who's trying to be stealthy. Yes, so, that's a twenty natural. I got fifteen. Twenty-five. Twenty-four. Wow, wow. Mm-hmm. you guys are nailing it. Mm-hmm. So between the sound of the waves and the fog, I mean, you guys are like ghosts, just floating over this rough landscape and uh no one is able to uh see you coming just because i do it theatrically doesn't mean it doesn't work (laughs) (laughs) it just looks better when you do it right it just looks better exactly yeah yeah i get it keep keep going then yeah i will follow yep okay keep on going any kind of more scent besides the human is human scent getting a little stronger the pirate scent um, the pirate scent is getting stronger. Um, well, also, the scent. the other form. unknown scent is also getting quite strong. The one from behind us, or the one that the, just the, you said there was other traveling. It seems like, yeah, some other creature un, unlike anything you've smelled before. Okay, that's convenient. Yep. Unknown, unknown. Made of a metal never seen before. <laughs> <laughs> So you're stealthing along, uh, you kind of start to turn the corner on the coast and you see uh, this peninsula ahead of you um, make it out uh, in the swirling fog. Um, You can see this black shape up ahead and you can see that it rises up to this rocky formation and on top of it stands the lighthouse. And the scent is getting very strong, very strong um, of both things, the pirates and the unknown scent. And as you get this close, uh, you see the path that leads up this uh, um, rock formation up to the lighthouse. Um, And off to the side of the path, you also spot um, some crates and bags and supplies and that sort of thing, like a pile of it just kind of sitting there next to the path. Mm, I'll sneak over to the pile. All right. So you sneak over to the pile. 
And you can see it's uh, mm. a variety of uh, goods, food, uh, supplies, uh, some candles, uh, lantern oil, all that sort of thing. Um, looks like, you know, maybe was stripped out of the lighthouse at some point and left down here. Mm. Um, but it feels like recent. And as you guys are trying to figure out what the heck that is all about, you hear a scream behind you. What? And someone comes rushing to you in the fog, runs up to you, Brokos, and it's Marta from Coldfoot Market, the little girl looking yeah. for her father. And she runs up to you and she's like, look out, can't you see him? And now it's time to roll some initiative, folks. Great. Let's yeah. see. Okay, I need to make some changes here. And let me do that. And Okay. All right. Those Mm, that doesn't look good. Okay. Can't tell what they are. Yeah. All right. Got you all entered now. Tris, what did you Let's get? See. Oh, yeah. You guys can enter your own, can't you? Alar. Mm -hmm. 19. Nice. Craigar got a 19. Wow. <laughs> what the heck? Uh, come on, Jerry. What do you got? What do you got, Jerry? <laughs> oh, oh, that's too <laughs> bad. Trombone, sad trombone. Oh my God! Twenty, nineteen, nineteen, eighteen, and eight. So, uh, that's not fair to me. Um, it's literally fair. It was random <laughs> chance, Jerry. <laughs> mm -hmm. Gotta get some new dice. Uh, so nice rolls, everyone. And this thing is invisible um but once the little girl pointed to it she's like giving you very specific directions <laughs> behind the crate look out and behind she's pointing and then you can you can kind of see there's like a the way the fog is swirling around it looks like there's something there something taking up space something invisibly stalking around the area perhaps hmm well put, Kragar. <laughs> and Triss, it's your turn. So this all happens very quickly. Little girl comes running in screaming, saying, look out, giving you directions. And uh, um, it's your turn. So Triss is able to see whatever this thing is. The fog is swirling around behind the crates. Um, you can't, you probably can't see that because of the, the crates. Um, but uh, she is pointing in that direction. All right. Well, then I will run over to where she is pointing. Okay. A little farther. 
Not on oh, the she's going off the cliff. Oh, no. <laughs> she fell off the cliff. Uh, Is that the cliff? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it tragic. It was the fog. Uh, all right. Killed about, by the fog. How about there? Is that perfect? Oh, Beautiful. Great. All right, and then I will. Now I can see something to attack. Uh, yes, you can just make out uh, this sort of humanoid-shaped thing, um, the fog swirling around it. Okay. Since you got instructions on where it is, um, I won't make you roll with disadvantage or anything. Wow, very So generous. that's a 20 to hit with the rapier. Nice, that is a hit. Okay, and that's four damage. And then I will do my bonus uh, attack with the short sword which is a 12. Uh, no, that is a miss. Okay. I have assumed. Okay. So you swipe and it just looks like it's like you're just swinging at nothing, but then it connects to something and you hear a kind of a guttural grunt um, come from the fog and uh, you know you connected with something. Kragar, your turn. You see Triss came running in, swung, and connected with something. So I, uh, I mean, I guess the question is, does I assume it knows we're here then? Yes. I, I will <laughs> step up and take a, basically get a flank attack with Triss. Okay. Oh, crap. Uh, the first one's only going to be 11. That sucks. And then with my short sword... Oh, 920. Nice. Uh, that is a hit. Let's see what you do. 16 damage. Whoa. Wow. What the heck? It doubles all of his dice rolls. Oh, no, hold on. You're right. Oh, you get my, sneak attack. I do. Well, I, that was with sneak, but I, you said I double sneak. Yep. And oh, dice so that's another four. So a total of 20 damage. And all right. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. So, yes, the rapier just kind of passes wide, and then I just right into it with the short sword. Nicely done. Um, so, anyway, that happens, and you feel like the connection as your you know sword bites into something, and then you hear a kind of a, you know, grunt and scream and uh it drops to the ground you hear it thud and hit the ground and it is um you have to assume it's down at least okay all right so um there is uh some pause and the little girl walks around um and she's like obviously surveying the area and she looks at, looks at you and she's like, can't you, couldn't you see them? Yes, of course we could, but it was very helpful for you to point it out. Uh, so I'm going to, are we out of combat? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. At, at that uh, <clears throat> point in time, um, <clears throat> At that point, uh, am I able to pick up any other scent? Uh, you, d- I mean, you smell that that scent all around you. The this 
inhuman uh, or strange unknown scent. And would an 18 hit you? Uh, well, that definitely will. Um, Alar. Yes, it hits me well. <laughs> okay. I That's... take it full in the chest. Well, yeah. All right. Um, so something uh, slashes out at you from the fog, Alar, from behind you. And it does um, four points of damage. Rude. And does another seven necrotic damage. Oh, jeez. Oh. oh. So really hurts. And the little girl turns and screams, behind you, over here. The battle is not yet won, friends. Great. She sees dead people. <laughs> yeah. Okay, oh. I will. Uh, do I get to go? Uh, yes, uh, it is, uh, well, since we sort of dropped out, I don't know how to handle the turn order of that. Um, since these things are, uh, out of your sight, um, where did we leave off? Craig? Well, Alar's turn. Yeah. It's so Alar. Yep. We'll just stay in order. Except for we didn't, but thanks, Jerry. <laughs> See, he cheats. I do cheat a lot. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just be honest about it. Got an eight, but you're like, nah. Give the man some attacks, <laughs> I'm going to go right. now. <laughs> well, it was like a, the whole initiative of loot, because why we were standing there talking. That's exactly. Sick yeah. of having all these characters, creatures that don't even get to attack. <laughs> and want another Kragar in the warehouse situation happening. So, so I will spin with a swirl. All right. And unsheath my dagger as well and uh, uh, slash with both my rapier and my dagger. All right. And I'm getting a 24 with my rapier. That is a hit. And a natural 20 with my uh, dagger. Yes. Wow. You ticked me off, Jerry. <laughs> Apparently. And then I roll a one. Wah, wah. So oh. four for the rapier, and we'd be looking at... What did you roll the one for? What's that? What did you roll the one for? The rapier. Oh. oh. On damage? On damage. Oh, I thought it was rolled a one, like a 20. And then uh, five points with the dagger. So okay. four points with the rapier, five points with the dagger. Okay. So as you whirl around, you can see the fog that's displaced by your swishing cloak and uh, yeah. goes yeah. and kind of goes around the shape. And, you know, based on the fact that you just got hit by something behind you, you know, it's close by and you lash out and connect with both of your weapons and do some pretty significant damage to something. And it is now Brokos's turn. All right, I'm going to bare my teeth after he hurt Alar, and I'm going to just bite into him. All right. But Probably. since he's uh, on another, as a, I get a pack tactic, so I get advantage on my attacks. Oh, cool. And I rolled a natural 20. Oh, my gosh. There's a lot of 20s today. There's a lot of 20s. Yeah. So that I rolled, normally my attack is 2d6, so now I get 46. Ah. Uh, uh, that's 11, 
plus. Uh, so that's 20 points of damage bite Ooh. into him. Wow. And I don't know if he can be knocked prone or not. Uh, is on the ground somehow. Because it has to do a strength save or get knocked prone. Yeah. It drops to the ground. You hear it crumple to the ground. So you don't know if it's dead or it's been knocked prone. We actually hear something fall. Yep. Okay. You should probably make your pawn large too, by the way. Oh, that's right. Since it matters now. Bigger. And um, Marta is going to just kind of stay around you, Brokos. Yeah, I'll kind of... Hey, keep in mind she doesn't know who he is. He He was a horse before. Uh, well, they're probably watching, you know, like I said, the children are watching you guys. I suppose that was part Some of the show was when, yeah, he turned into a horse. Oh, that's true. Um, so she's uh, looking around. I mean, just frantically looking around through the fog and kind of rushing around. And she's like, it's, it's getting too dark. I, I can't see. I can't see anything, but I, I think you got them. Can I pick up? I mean, the smell that I'm getting from them, is it, is it still, can I smell this thing? Is it like a cloak that fell on the ground or what? Uh, it is some kind of creature. Um, again. But it's physical? Anything. It is physical, yeah. Okay. What did it taste like, Brokos? Mm. <laughs> well, I mean, oh. I'm going to crouch and kind of examine it. Okay. I'm figuring out. It feels out. like a um, very smooth-skinned hairless sort of humanoid um, from what you can feel. Okay. Can I listen for anything else that I may hear besides the waves? Sure. Uh, okay. You can roll. Sure. I mean that I get, you know, advantage on these rolls yeah, and stuff. I'm a, that's true. Uh, 22. 22. Um, you don't hear anything other than the waves. And um, maybe a little bit of creaking coming from towards the lighthouse. Like an oily hinge or something. And should, smell, or a rusty hinge. Not can oily. I smell that pirate smell still? Yes. We should drag one into the lighthouse. There you go. I'll grab onto the, the, the body in front of me and... Just basically with my left hand dragging it and with my right hand leading with my rapier. Come inside. Okay. Gonna, I'll, I'll lick your wounds, Alar. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you asked me how it tastes. I was going to say, if it tastes awful to a human, I've seen dogs taste yeah, some really yeah. bad stuff. So it's awesome to me. Yeah. yeah okay. If, if it tastes necrotic, it's awesome. Flavor country. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so Alar is pretty, uh, pretty banged up, um, and Marta is going to stick next to Brokos. Looks like Krager is just charging right up to the lighthouse. Yeah, like I said, dragging the body. It's like well, let's get out and let's get inside. I'm going to okay. bring up the rear, rear protector. I'm yeah. Like, I'm just going to stay at the the doorway at, at right at the gate here and, and discard. Okay, I'll I'll. I'll I'll do that and I'll just stand there and turn around and look out, you know, towards where we were just battling just to pick up anything. Okay. So you can steer still hear uh, kind of the very slight um, 
you know, noise of a, like a rusty hinge, uh, you know, kind of intermittently. Um, and uh, as you back your way up the path, keeping a lookout, the rest of you are going up the path. Marta is sticking close to Brokos. So the steps lead steeply upward toward the source of the light. The stone is wet and slippery. And you can almost feel the waves crashing against the rock beneath your feet. After a minute of climbing the worn stairway toward your goal, you arrive at a small landing. Across it lies a darkened void where the light refuses to shine. You stare at it, trying to make sense of it. And when you finally realize that you're looking at the open doorway to the lighthouse and the creaking noise is the door kind of gently swaying in what little breeze there is. Uh, but with a sense of relief, you carefully traverse the flat stone separating you from the lighthouse's entrance and Marta follows closely behind. I'm going to continue to be stealthy. All right. Um, so you guys uh, rolled really well on your stealth when you entered here. And I am going to uh, let's see here, bring you to the interior map. Let me know when you see it. Yep. Yep. Okay. Okay. So um, there you are. It took a while for me to see it. What's going on? Um, do you guys see yourselves? You yep. Control yes. yourselves. All that good stuff. I gotta bring uh, no Marta. Marta in here. And you still need to resize Brokos. That's true. See, I'm resized on mine. It oh, weird. weird. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see that. Really? Mm-hmm. That is really oh, weird. When you said it even to Alar, he was the right size. He was snapped into the five foot. Huh. On my yeah. screen. Yeah, that's odd. Um, well, we'll uh, we'll play around that. No big deal. Um, no big deal. Uh, so. <laughs> Glad you can enjoy yourself. Comes <laughs> the jokes, folks. Uh, so, you guys enter in. You cross this uh, uh, rough uh, or smooth stone uh, entryway um, and see the door open to the main level of the lighthouse. Inside, um, looks like kind of a living area. There's a cast iron stove over to the right, a small table, a couple of chairs, um, a couch that looks like it's seen better days, some uh, worn rugs on the floor, uh, lots of junk uh, scattered about. It looks like someone tore through the place, you know, maybe searching for the supplies that you saw outside, perhaps. So I'm going to just, I'll drop the body right here and say, we should secure the door. And then I'm just going to step in and like try to blend into the shadows on the wall to look around. <laughs> okay. So as you uh, come around the corner, um, there's going to be a surprise round because you basically just stepped right on one of them. Well, do they, uh, I mean, do they detect me? Can I, I don't know how they couldn't since he was hiding behind the door and then you walked around behind the door. So you walked into him? 
<laughs> like literally you're like walked right on top of them. Like your pawn, your token is covering up their token right now. So, um, well, I mean, so since I'm sneaking, can I, I mean, can I, I guess we would need to outstealth each other. Yeah. Uh, I mean, does Craigar get to do a, a passive perception? I mean, I mean, I'm like, I, I wasn't even, I mean, I'm literally crouching and searching as I, I wanted to sneak in. I, I didn't actually see the door the way that that was physically on the map. So, Oh, okay. Um, um sure. Uh, let's, uh, let me look up the, the stats for, uh, this creature and okay. So you want to roll like a, so tell you what, I, so I rolled natty 20 on my perception. So that's a 22. Uh, <laughs> that really stinks. Even but what's I, your passive perception, Krager? Uh, 12. But you were um, like electively searching. Right. I mean, what I said is I wanted to basically sneak in, blend into the shadows and look at the room. That was kind of what I was going for. You were roguing. Yes. I'm trying to play a rogue. (laughs) Roguing. Um, So I have a uh, 26 stealth. Oh, okay. Hmm. So you come stealthing around the corner. You're both surprised but with each other. And both a little surprised. Um, this thing is still invisible, though. Um, so I don't know how to ha- best handle this. I, I want to give you uh, your shot. I don't know what would happen if you just came around a corner of a door. I'm trying to think about this in real life. Well, so basically, I don't see him. Does he see me? Um, let me see here. Because I guess I, I would actually have another no. stealth roll. Um, yeah, roll your stealth. Uh, 14. 14, and I rolled a 17, so. Okay, so he beats me. Um, so he's going to. So basically I would be like that, I guess, as I snuck around, and then he's standing there, or where he's at. Yeah, um, he's going to. Uh, take a step away as you move into a space and he's going to uh, get a 20, not a natty 20, but a 20. And that is going to be uh, four, eight damage. That's uh, yeah. And this is, (laughs) um, let me see here. I got to do the necrotic which is going to be potentially bad. Ah, ah six necrotic damage. Yeah. So I have one hit point left. One hit yes. point. So I step around and he ganks me. So yeah, he exposes himself by his attack if he was using invisibility spell or some kind of invisibility. It's some natural mole crap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is some natural. Wow, we're level two Natural here. crap. Uh... These are, uh, so I will kind of do a, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what hey, else I make do? the animal sounds around here, Craig. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, that, that really did some damage there. Wow. And you now, uh, you guys hear, 
Krager, you see him sneak off around the corner of this door, and then you hear some noise and like... Uh, that's uh, not his happy noise. That's not his happy noise. They sound very similar, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, Are we doing initiative? <laughs> Yeah, Please? Uh, we could. Uh, <laughs> I'm open to keeping the same turn order if you want, or oh, we can re-roll. Sure. Sure, oh, I'm sure. down with that. Okay, yeah. I'll start with Tris. Oh, all right. So if I hear Craigar's unhappy noise, I will come running in. All right. So you're rushing into the lighthouse. Yeah. You hear Craigar, um, and you can see they're... Uh, He's kind of uh, looking in one direction. Um, so you'd have to roll with some disadvantage. Okay. Oh. So I got a natural 20, but my other one is uh, 16 plus 4, so 20 to hit. Uh, that is a hit. Okay. If you hit. Yes, and, that, and I roll max damage, so that's 10 nice. damage. 10 damage? 10. Okay. And then I'm going to roll again for the my second attack. Nice. And do I roll that with disadvantage too? Uh, yes. Okay. So my other question is, because now she's flanked with me? That's or not, she has to be like opposite of you. So she would have to be over oh, here okay, okay, or okay. over there to be flanking, like right across from each other. Okay, what'd you get? Um, so that's a 21. Wow. I rolled a 17 and a 19. Okay. And, and that's an additional four damage. Not bad. And I am going to, uh, where did it go? I am going to do my action surge. Okay. And I am going to attack with the rapier again. <laughs> and that is a 16 that is a hit yes okay good um and that's six damage okay so tris hears Krager's struggle and comes around the corner and just unloads on this creature that she believes is in front of her and you can feel it like as soon as you hit it once, you kind of have it, you know where it's at, and then you just keep on swinging and slashing and pin it up against the wall, and you feel it, the weight of it on your rapier as it slides off and hits the ground at your feet. Oh, yes. That was really well done. Um, good, oh, thank you. Good time for an action surge. That was that was pretty awesome. Craigar. Mm -hmm. uh, can I have that healing potion? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you need it. So, but are we still in? Yeah, we don't know. I ask Marta if she sees any other lurkers. Okay, so she's gonna step up if you asked and endanger herself. That was a good plan. Good job, Alar. <laughs> good thinking. <laughs> Always putting others before well, you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Uh, yeah, that's... Um, so she's like, over there, behind the stove. Then uh, 
I will move forward in front of Kragar and cast Thunder Wave. All right. Uh, what does that do again? So 15-foot cube, uh, creature must make a constitution saving throw. Okay. Let's see what this thing has for con. Uh, 12? Ha, ha, ha. It fails. Oh. So, oh, my God. Uh, eight points of damage, and it is pushed 10 feet back. Eight points of damage, and it goes slamming up against into this corner here. Um, I can't really move it there, yeah. but it just kind of bounces off these uh, casks in this wall. And um, so we can see its effects from the, you know, yeah, cask being shoved and all that. Yep. So is it, does that knock it prone? Because it got pushed into it the wall. Just get pushed to feet. Hmm. Yeah, we'll um, say it uh, got battered against the wall. Like it didn't expect that, um, but you can definitely have it pinpointed now because it hit against the the empty casks that are aligned uh, along that wall, and so you know so that it's there. It was it was a thunderous boom in the you know midst of this tiny little tower. So everyone all the way up heard that. <laughs> There's no no more hiding the fact no. that you're here. Um, all right, well well done, Alar and Brokos. You um, now can kind of uh, pinpoint where this thing is between Marta pointing at it and telling you where to go mm-hmm. and. Uh, the rattle of it uh, as it bounced off the casks in the corner. What are you going to do? I am going to, I mean, basically approach as close where I can think. I, I have it. Um, I don't know if my perception advantage gives it, but I have quite a bit of movement. So, And you're still in dire wolf form? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Going to just get up over here and let's do an attack. All right. Now you said it was prone or it wasn't knocked prone? Was not knocked prone, no. Okay. All right. That is uh twenty-three to hit. That is a hit. And that is nine points of damage. Wow. And I need you to do a strength saving DC there, my friend. All right. Uh that is, I believe. Uh, seven. You get knocked prone. Okay, prone. So, if I was to attack it, it would have advantage on it. Okay, awesome. Well done. And it's now its turn. So, uh, has to use its movement to half its movement to stand up. Correct. And. So it's no longer prone, but uh, anything else from that that I have to worry about? No. Okay. Going to take a swing at you, and 10 is not going to do it, I'm guessing. No, no, it's not. All right. Uh, It is now Triss's turn. Uh, So Triss will go running up. Well, I guess not standing on the stove, though. There we go. And we'll, oh, well, well, too late. Do, is this disadvantage or do I know where it is? Uh, you know where it is. Okay. Oh, 
uh, that's a 22. That's five damage. And you once again can feel it as you ram your rapier into it, um, as the weight of it uh, slowly sinks towards the ground and falls off of your blade, uh, dead, from what you can tell. Girl, any more? I, I can't Marta. see any. I can't see any in here. But uh, it's so dark. I could use a light. She is human, after all. You guys. Mm. All right. So if you want to use Marta for her ability to see these things, she's probably going to need some kind of light source. Pregar, you're up next, right? Uh, yes, and I could use a potion, but uh, I'll crouch and start pulling out my lantern. Okay. So Kragar is still fairly injured. Fairly. <laughs> and Something is pulling nearly out totally. Um, and uh, Alar's up next. What are you doing? Um, so it's lit now. Marta, what do you see? And I'll move to the base of the stairs while I'm waiting for her to respond. Okay. So she goes into the middle of the room. She kind of spins around a little bit. And then she runs over here and peeks behind the sofa. Like, nothing. They're all gone. You can't see them. I, I don't know why I can. It's like you have a sixth sense, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there are stairs going up to the next level. I will give Gregor a potion. All right. Mm, thank Gregor. you. Oh, it's a touching moment. It is. I will drink said potion. I'm going to kind of butt myself in front of Alar and start going up the stairs. If that's okay. Um, how much? How much does that heal? Is that you're you're a dire wolf, so I'll I'll allow it. <laughs> what is it two d four plus something? I want to uh, say yeah, yeah, two d four plus three. It should be. And oh, I'm sorry, plus four for a potion. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Plus four. So that is three plus four plus four. So 12. eleven. Or did you roll? Uh, no, you get max because you're not technically in combat right now. Oh. What a gracious DM. Thank you. Oh. I will hand the lantern to the girl. Like, don't break it. Oh. <laughs> God. Okay. My only lamp. <laughs> <laughs> it's my only one. I don't actually need that it. I don't but... need, yeah. <laughs> and she's going to rush up and stand by Brokos again. Well, uh, she can't because Brokos is large. Yeah. Oh, well, I see what you're saying, large. I gotcha. You're uh, big. So I would like and, to check check through one of these bodies. Okay. Yeah. What did, are, do we see anything now that we have them in the light? I'm gonna large. Can we first secure the door, please? That's a Go good right ahead. <laughs> I, mean, I will secure the door. Okay. <laughs> so you shut the door. And there is a, a, a bolt on this side to uh, lock it, if you so choose. Yes, I am going to do that. All right. So it is locked. And uh, 
the bodies are still invisible in the light. And uh, from what you can feel, they, are, they feel like hairless, naked humans, some kind, with like strange claws uh, instead of regular hands. But uh, nothing else. Harold, Marta, what do you see when you look at this thing? It it looks like a hairless man, just kind of gray, plain looking. The claws, though, they're uh, creepy. <laughs> what, that pile of stuff outside, was there food, foodstuffs? Uh, yeah. That's what I'm thinking, too. Um, Any flour? That's exactly yep. it. Mm-hmm. I'll be right back, Tris. Unbolt the door. <laughs> so much for their tender moment. Yeah, that's gone. I, I unbolt the door and All right, so I'm with my weapons drawn. Sneak carefully back, attempting to pay the best attention that I can, and go out to that pile and look okay. for any bags of flour or other flour-like materials. So you do find two or bags paint. of flour. Or paint, paint would be great too. <laughs> <laughs> no paint, but two bags of flour out there. All right, then well, I, will. I figure Craigar's been bleeding enough. You can just kind of spray that around. <laughs> wow! <laughs> you just roll the body uh, around in the, in the pool of blood. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's brilliant, Tris. Thank creep. you for saving us time. It will creep back in. <laughs> We've already done it, Craigar. It's it's all good. <laughs> Tris had a great idea. Uh, <laughs> uh, comes in handy sometimes. So, what's the plan? Well, I we want to take just a little that. bit of flour and sprinkle it over the creature to actually see it. Um. Okay. So you do that, and uh, yes, it is a human looking creature but bald hairless um long claws now you could roll if you wanted no one's no one's rolled yet what is it nature or arcana uh let's see yeah i'd let you pick between those could be history history i'll do history yeah history is usually like dungeoneering in 5e yeah I have no idea what these things are. I got an 11. <laughs> I, mean, I got a 21, but I can't really communicate with you guys what it is. So he knows. You want to do charades? <sighs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> you can't even so- do good charades. As a sounds, like- <laughs> <laughs> sounds like... Sounds like... Oh, wow. I had no idea. I sort of messed that up, but... Oh. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what did, what's the highest that we have so far? 21. 21. But forget me, you know, I can, I know what it is, but I'm not going to share with it. <laughs> uh, anyone well, else? I can't. I had an 15. 11, so that's. No 15s or higher? Nope. Nope. Okay. So from what you can tell, uh, you know, there, there appears to be some kind of very simple, uh, tunic covering its uh uh or what what would that be it's loincloth we'll say uh adult diaper 
How about that? Oh my God. <laughs> Some kind of covering uh, for its uh, lower region. And, uh, but other than that, um, just looks like a, you know, average sized human. Like a, a big clawed baby. Can I know, do yeah. I know if it's undead or not? Do you know? Yeah. But uh, because my role. role? Yeah. yeah. You would know. Because I still think that. So I'm going to try to get up and like do a, like a zombie. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, no, it's not. It's not oh, undead. But oh, okay. you, you know that it's not. Okay. I'm just trying to do the best way to communicate. So um, does it smell differently when it's dead than it is alive? Uh, not, not immediately, no. Okay. Do they bleed? Uh, yes. That's a good question. Can I see their blood? Yeah. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> There's still lots of questions that so weird. I have no answers for. Don't have I that think in the book. That, I'm going to go up the stairs a little bit. That's okay. If, yeah. I, if I slice open its abdomen, can I pull out entrails and see those? Uh, you can't <laughs> see them, but you can feel them. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not just Marta scary, it's is so dark. Just like so freaked out right now. Uh, add a little flower to that. Let's see what the- <laughs> I will be pulling her aside. Fried tripe. I will be swooping my cloak around her so she can't see the horrors that are unfolding. You see your little gasps from her, from her all the time. So does she have the lantern in or do you, Gregor? She, the girl has the lantern. The girl yeah, has. Marta has the yeah. lantern. So I'm going to kind of look at her and then look back up the stairs and start slowly walking up the stairs. Like All right. So I you will be start following with her. Going up the stairs. Okay. She will be in my cloak, though. Yeah, I can't. Okay, I should be able to. Uh, I can't. Well, I, I can move my character, but I can't make it bigger, just to let you know. Oh, Jerry, okay. Jerry's got to do that. You could, you'd have to expand it, yeah. Okay. Well, after making sure that the door is safely barred again. There you go. Ooh. Oh my god. That's a lot that's of brocos. That's a lot, that's of, a lot brocos. of brocos. Look at all the brocos, people. Wow. Uh so you got bigger and I'm gonna bring up the next I mean Marta could get on my back if she really wanted to. Oh that's not a bad idea. Um you guys see the Unless next you get level? attacked, in which case right. it is a bad idea. Okay. Right. Yep, yes. we see the next level. And I have but to make Brokos is dinky again. Big Brokos again. He should be in the lead. Okay. Mm-hmm. We need to have different uh, tokens for him. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of tokens. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just do a backdrop of what you see there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's a nice uh, dire wolf you have as your background now. Um, so you enter into the second level of the lighthouse, which looks to be more of a uh, sleeping quarters. There's a dresser, um, foot locker that's been uh, ransacked, obviously, uh, a bed that's all been, you know, unmade, um, some books and manuscripts, uh, some of them still on the shelves, uh, some of them on the floor. Um, but obviously, this is, this is where the lighthouse keeper slept. Cool. Okay. Do you see anything, Marta? Over there, on the bed. Wow, there's a lot of these things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and so, let's see. I have to get that thing. And 
you can now see there's like in the, you know, sheets and blankets on the bed, there's like a depression and all of a sudden it, you know, it's a squeak and it disappears. Um, she's like, it's standing right next to the bed still, just looking at you. Okay, whose turn is it? Uh, we will. Gonna broke us. Yeah, you're in the lead, Brokos. Why don't, why don't we start with you? Okay, Brokos, you're up. Okay, I'm just going to make a run towards the corner and try to slash out. Now, is this open, right? Yeah, area? you don't, okay. don't want to fall down there. Okay. And go you ahead. Do just disadvantage on this because I can't see it? Uh, no, as long as you have uh, her pointing them out, I'm going to okay. let you get away with... Uh... That's a 17 to hit. That is a hit. And that is 11 points of bite damage. Wow. And I need you to do a DC again there, sir. Strength DC. Strength. Uh, that was worse than the last time. So. Not prone. Prone. So you can kind of see it as it hits the bed and then falls off onto the ground. Um, and it is now prone. And it's creature's turn and i'm gonna step if if i have movement yes you will do. you allow me to step back sure it's prone it can't attack me so it's going to use wow. half of its movement to stand up and then it's going to move use the rest to come over there and it's going to attack you Ooh. so that is a uh 25 yes mm. And that is seven points of damage, regular damage from slashing, and a measly five points from right. necrotic. So you got that covered? Yep. Okay. And I have, I have a direwolf, so I get their hit point. So I'm, I'm kind of good to go right now. And all of a sudden, something else happens. And as you're backing away from that creature, um, you feel another Ugh. slash behind you. And that's a 15. Yeah, that hits. Ouch. Sorry. Great dice. So that is six points of slashing damage and uh, another um, six of necrotic. I'm still a wolf. And this one is on the stairs behind you where you couldn't see, where Marta couldn't see. And it's Triss's turn. Top of the order. So am I aware of the one that's behind Brokos or not? Uh, you are not, other okay. than he reacted to something, you know, physically assaulting him from behind. Well, then I'm going to go for the one that I'm aware of. Okay. And I will attack. That's a 16. That uh, hits, hit. right? Okay. Yep. So goody. Uh, so that's nine damage. Um, and uh, once again, you feel <laughs> it fall to the ground at your feet. Nice. The mighty slash. 
and you're just cleaning house with these things. So um, that one appears to have died. Now, doing anything else? Um, well, since I don't need to do my two-weapon attack, then no. Okay. Um, I'm going to say that uh, Marta, uh, after that, um, notices that there's a creature coming down the stairs, the one that attacked Brokos, and she's going to scream and point it out. So, um, you know, know that one's there. And it's Kragar's turn. So what I want to do is stay in stealth and just step up to the stop of the stairs. So I still have partial cover and I mean, well, do I see it? And I want to see if he sees me basically, because I'm trying to get a stealth attack on him. Um, if you are trying to look at uh, Marta, like as you come up the stairs and she's, well, she, she shouted, it's coming down the stairs. So I know it's direction to look in. Yeah. Yep. So you're looking, you don't really uh, see it, but you know what's on the stairs. And you probably know that it had to be close enough to Brokos to hit him. So it must be towards the bottom of the stairs. Okay. So... I don't know that you're going to get a stealth attack on an invisible creature, man. Yeah. Well, I, I, it's not that it's invisible. It's whether or not he sees me, right? Because he sees these other people coming around. He's attacking the wolf. So, I mean, I've got cover. But as soon as you break cover, I mean, there's no cover between you and it. So, All I need is that, that yeah. Because if I'm attacking from stealth, I get my bonus damage for my first attack. Right, right. If you're hiding, basically, if you come out, of, if you're hiding, or you don't do the hiding action and then come out of hide action, you get your, would be considered a surprise attack in 5e. So that would so be he, known. So he could move and attack. Yeah. If he was, yeah. If he was yeah. hiding himself if, or if, slash if, if surprise a creature and hit it with an attack. Yeah. So stealth attack or surprise attack are the same thing. So if you were like hiding or if you were slash, what are you thinking? Stealthing and then come out of that stealth or hiding, you know, as an action, you would then have a surprise attack. It wouldn't, um, it has to be surprised, but that's for, you know, that's for, I think, the I think in game that. you would attempt that, but then Don is the one or Jerry's the one who, who determines. So I did, yeah, right. So basically where I was at, I was, I, I, there was no line of sight. So I, I'm, Sneaking up, it from it, yep. And then I guess I'll, I want to attack at where I think it is. So okay, so here's what we'll do. Um, since you're poised at the top of the stairs coming from below, and uh, if you wanted to lunge out um, and just strike at the stairs, um, you can get your sneak attack if you roll with disadvantage. Okay, because I can reach him from there. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, <laughs> that doesn't look good. Uh, 18 and a one. <laughs> oh, the one. Why, one, why? Um, okay, well, that was nice Nice to try, though. And um, so nothing happens with that. Alar. 
Okay, I will move up behind Kragar, pull out my loot, and strum a lullaby. Okay. Very nice. And I'm going to cast it towards the base of the stairs. And so 20 hit points worth of sleep. Okay, it is asleep. Go to sleep. Fantastic. Yeah, just that easy. Just that easy. Why didn't I play a lullaby before? Exactly. (laughs) Uh, I can't can't move me on. Oh, there I go. Okay. So you hear... Let's tie it up. uh, Yeah, you hear a noise as it kind of crumples softly to the stairs. And um, yes, it is asleep. Your little snores. Cute little snores, of course. Few can resist my musical charms. <laughs> so you're going to tie it up? Yes, that's the plan. Okay. So you managed to tie it up and uh, very strange to be handling this invisible creature. Cover it with flower. Um, and yeah. then we will parlay. Oh, okay. Um, that brings up a good question on whether it can parlay with you. Well, if um, not, then I will tell it great tales of Alar. <laughs> there may be more upstairs. Um, so and they too will hear the tales of Alar. All of a sudden, you hear Marta shout out, Papa, Papa, are you here? So much for stealth. Well, we also had the huge boom from down below. <laughs> yeah, 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 there no. Right, so really I'm going cool. to um, try to like motion Marta to get on my back to jump on the steps up here. Oh, okay. So then I'm going to jump up over where I don't know where you have him, him right, right sequestered or trust up. Um, yeah. yeah, we'd probably pull him down. I would want to come jump up there because I would want, you know, with to kind of point up and see do I smell the pirate smell? What I assume that might be her father? Uh, yeah, actually, you do. Okay. Mm, it's it's up smell. the stairs. Uh, yep. Uh, the door appears to be, there's a door at the top of this yep. building and it appears to be shut and bolted from the other I'm side. scratch at the door. You scratch <laughs> oh, at the door. Yeah, that's, that's going <laughs> to calm them down on the other side. Uh, and, you know, what I think is, I'm just new to this whole uh, direwolf thing, Alar. <laughs> so you hear some kind of like scuffling noises with your superior uh, doggy hearing. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the scuffling happens and stops and then it's, you know, like strangely quiet on the other side. And then Marta is like, Papa, Papa, are you in there? And uh, uh, just very faintly you hear Marta coming from the other side. Marta, is that you? Yes, we have brought your daughter to you. (laughs) Come out now or we'll kill her. Whoa! <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> uh, I think I've permanently damaged Kragar. <laughs> Season has gotten to him. <laughs> uh, so there's some conversation that happens. You know, the person on the other side wants to know who's out there, and Marta is like, you know, friends, Papa, uh, friends of Wolf Canoot, they've come to help you. We are known as. Ala Rhythmics. <laughs> and we're really more associates. <laughs> so uh, associates of Wolf Canute and uh, Yeah, we're we're our own thing. Uh, and you uh, 
suddenly he- hear the the bolt on the other side uh, slowly slide open, and you see a very um, disheveled, tired, hungry-looking uh, man um, slowly open the door in front of you, Brokos. <laughs> He's a dark wolf. <laughs> yeah, and he like is immediately startled a bit. I'm not Brokos. growling. I'm panting. Like, <laughs> you know, Friendly. a dog smile. <laughs> yeah, but you're gigantic. <laughs> yeah, I'm like that doesn't matter. That's just more puppy to love. Yeah, <laughs> or I think that picture is probably what his smile looks like. And it's not happy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm doing my best. Uh, not scary, but it's impossible. So he he's kind of startled, but then he sees Marta riding on your back, and and he's you know obviously uh, reassured by her presence, and he's like, Marta, who are these people? Friends of Wolf Canute, you say? I can't believe you saved saved me. You know, it's too late That's for what Carter. we do. <laughs> so you get up to the top level, and you can see that he's been. Um, kind of at the at the top of this lighthouse, trapped up there, um, somewhat more exposed to the elements. Uh, you find the body of Harter out Aww. there. He had been slashed and, you know, there wasn't much he could do over a couple of days and he slowly died. And, uh, but you managed to rescue Torvik and he tells you this tale of finding the lighthouse and... You know, everything was in good order. Everything was fine. And they were, you know, trying to straighten things up. And then these creatures suddenly appeared, you know, like something came for them out of out of the mist and um, attacked them and didn't see anything coming. He thought he caught a glimpse of one uh, off of uh, uh, metal uh, from downstairs, off of a piece of... Uh, oh, let's look at them in the mirror. Yeah. Hmm. Do we see them in the mirror? If you have a mirror or any science. Of course kind of, I have a mirror. <laughs> of course you do. Uh, shiny yes, the best surface. <laughs> so you hold up the mirrors. and I make any mirror I look in the best mirror. <laughs> um, so yes, they are um, hairless humanoids of some kind. And uh, Brokos knows exactly what they are, but... So hairless, hairless claw baby men. Yep. Well, we have one to interrogate. If we can. Does it, it has a mouth? It does. I'm still trying to have look ears. What the what it says? Does it speak common? Do. I don't, I don't think they Find can. Out. If it says languages and there's nothing next to it, then it doesn't speak any. Um, thought I had this. If open. not, we can speak rapier to it. <laughs> right. Um. So it is, uh, eventually, Brokos has to come out of his um, dog form. Oh, you're going to make me wait? Uh, I'm going to go outside around the lighthouse and mark my territory first. (laughs) Um, Says it can understand common, but can't speak. Hmm. Well, so if that'll it understands, be, uh, then we okay. can do charades. All right. Well, I as of right now, uh, you know, I can be for an hour, so I'll I'll use a bonus action to come out of my wolf phase. And all right. So you've heard. Hopefully not when I'm rubbing your belly. Oh. 
Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> uh, and uh, so you know, and you can explain to them that, um, you know, you have some tribal wisdom to share with them that you believe these things are called skulks and oh. they are medium humanoids. <laughs> That's very cool. <laughs> they have a something, you know, they have fallible invisibility, which means that it's invisible and it can only be circumvented by three things. Uh, one of them is, uh, you know, having a children, uh, you know, a child with you. That's who's pretty cool. Ten oh, or wow. younger can see them like they normally like appear. Ten or younger. Yeah, it's literally like says that. Yeah. That's oh. cool. Weird. Um, and uh, or through reflection um, on a mirror or other uh, reflective surface, and they appear as drab, smooth-skinned humanoids. If you can see their reflection. The other thing is weird, and I don't know why you would ever have this, but uh, they will also appear as a translucent form in the light of a candle made of fat rendered from a corpse whose identity is unknown. <laughs> weird. That's so, yeah. So we need to pick up some of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, apparently. Yeah, some soap, basically. Um, so uh, it won't, it speaks that I know of it. it it understands us, but it cannot speak. Well, we yes. can extract yes and no from him. Correct. So supposedly they're supposed to be trackless, which means no tracks to indicate where it has been or where it is headed. And so I kind of gave you uh, some of that, but uh, um, no big deal. They've been hanging around. And I would think that, you know, if you didn't know where they were, at least knew that they had been around would make sense, but good thing we didn't kill Marta then. Yeah. <laughs> As I turn and looked at Kragar. It was really close. It was, yeah. If I had an issue, well, this would have been different. <laughs> uh so you managed to uh rescue Torvik, um, and he said that you know, some of those supplies they had gathered up, you know, to send back because it was more than what they needed. I Are you still there? Were no, you I'm sorry. Something? I do have. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Thinking. Go ahead. I do have. I'm going to uh, heal my friend here. I've got one spell slot left. Oh sure. So you so, get eleven hit points back there. Max healing. Yep. Alar, I meant you. Well, said, of course. When I said friend. <laughs> just wow. Acquaintances. These other folks. Um. There's so, no bonding in the bucket, I guess. There's absolutely <laughs> bonding in the bucket. I try to forget that every day. <laughs> uh, the bucket bond is unbreakable. Um, but uh, so, yeah, um, some of those supplies were, you know, pulled together. It looked like these creatures were going to take them because they hadn't moved them out of the lighthouse, obviously. Um, from what you know, Brokos... They tend to, uh, these things tend to live uh, below ground and um, come out to raid human settlements uh, when they think they can get away with things and prey off of uh, humanoid settlements. And so uh, that's 
your best guess since they were grabbing supplies and, you know, stacking them outside. Um, seemed like a kind of a small raid on the lighthouse. There's not a bigger story. There's not, they're not working for anybody. That's, well, we don't know that. But, well, by yeah, nature, not that you know of, um, but your history, your role, knowledge uh, leads you to believe that this could be just a typical raid, them taking advantage of a bad situation in the city. I suppose there's not a list. This list isn't, there's no like, uh, the list doesn't incorporate with the list that we found on the. Uh... Uh, no, there might be some overlap. I'm not sure. Not the um, guild, but but the... I can tell you what you find that looks like it's still usable. Okay. Um, well, food, food wise, uh, one crate of smoked fish, two salted hams, two bags of flour. One of them you've used a little bit. And one bag of rice. So quite a bit of food, and um, that's some nice food stuffs. Yeah, that's some nice food stuffs. <laughs> so these and, creatures were going to take this food to their underground lair. Yeah, uh, what I think they are—they're—they're they're humanoids. They're descended. They're a subrace of humankind. Um, but yeah, so they need to eat. So does this, does her father uh, want to not, is he not really up to torque? Is he not up to staying here anymore then? Uh, he is planning on staying there. Um, you so know, perhaps we should bring in the food. Some of it. He probably doesn't need all of it right away, but uh, he'd, he'd be happy to keep some of it. Uh, he's well, is this for him? The food? The food? No, he was going to send most of that oh, back. Oh, I'm sorry. That was recovered. Yep. He, he found these, uh, this kind of surplus of uh, food, and he was going to send it back, um, or they were going to bring it back. Um, well, I think we should spend the night. Yes. Make a good meal of the food stuff we recovered. Kragar mm -hmm. can interrogate the... Uh, creature with yes or no answers yes that'll go smoothly yeah that sounds like a plan that sounds like a fun it, night it might be more enjoyable for craig because <clears throat> it's more of a challenge <laughs> well we should figure out where they came from there may be more yeah there may be more that's not a yes or no question <laughs> Are there more of you? Did you come from somewhere? Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll uh, save the interrogation and uh, everything else for next time. Uh, All right. right. Yeah. Hey, good job, everybody. You yeah. uh, secured the lighthouse for some weird plan that you don't know uh, why why they need it. As but, usual, uh, I don't know why we're doing what we're doing, but <laughs> that was nice and challenging. It. No one's going to no. do it with as much flair as you guys, though. So <laughs> the main thing. Um, but good job. And you saved. Uh, I was actually going to have uh, both Torvik and Harder's bodies be found. <laughs> and all the, all the complaints of, uh, <laughs> you know, how dark the season is. I can't separate this little girl from her father. Yeah, for yeah. Wow. wow. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I think Crager's out do doing me anyway, as far as darkness goes. So Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. No.
just the ideas, the mental things going into this. I, I appreciate that. It makes me look better, uh, Krager. So thanks for that. Uh, but have a good week, you guys, and we will see you all um, next time, right? All right. Yeah. Sounds yep. good. Awesome. Take care. Right. Thanks for having right. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening. We hope you're enjoying our adventure. To show your support for this podcast, please leave a rating or review on your preferred podcast app. Also, be sure to check us out at DungeonPatrol.com.